0: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast.
1: Sean Pendergast is on vacation. I've got John Harris in studio today. We'll have Sean Bajani tomorrow, but having a great time talking to John about that which he is a great expert in the draft. And uh, John's been doing it a long time. Knows a ton of scouts. Knows a ton of personnel people. And John, um, there was some audio yesterday from Chris Trapasso. Talked about him twice today. Yeah. Uh, from CBS Sports, who uh, who talked about how he likes to use a quarterback's face <laughs> as uh, as a as a guide to judging prospects, and that he's not alone.
0: Seeing Will Levis throw the football on Saturday. he... Whatever he's doing, he's doing something right. because <laughs> okay. He looks like an NFL quarterback. <laughs> he has some big upper body that I think a lot of teams, they're scouting everything. They're looking at uh, you know, giving face grades and the haircuts and how a player looks. Do they look like a franchise quarterback? From Whoa. that perspective, wow. I think Will Levis certainly passes the eyeball test.
1: We're doing face
0: okay. grades now? Yeah, Daniel Jeremiah talked about that when he was with the Ravens. And he's been serious about it. He'll say it probably again during this pre-draft process that they grade some teams, grade quarterbacks by their face. Do so they look like a franchise quarterback? And I think Will Levis does.
1: Okay, so uh, John, this is where this is where I feel like hardcore stat nerds like myself flip the hell out. <laughs> and I'm, I'm saying that jokingly. I'm not a hardcore stat nerd, but like the old Moneyball thing was. That, you know, you've got these guys who are using advanced analytics versus some of these old school scouts who like judge baseball players by their faces. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, he's got the good face. That's yeah. a phrase in baseball scouting. <laughs> he's got the good face. Um, I, how, just how in depth are some of these teams going in judging faces? And if you're going to go by the face judging uh, measure, like who, who wins in this scouting st- or in this uh, draft class?
0: So I, I heard this at the combine. And I, I, for the life of me, I can't remember who said this. I want to say it was a receiver, but it was at the podium. And I, I was kind of doing a drive-by on all the different podiums. And so, because I wanted to hear a little bit from everybody. So, I kind of was going by this one podium and I'm standing there. And, he, and this player, Prospect, was talking about all the different things he's done for the combine. And he's like, yeah, man, I even cut off all my braids. And I was like, Ooh, "Wait, yeah, what?" So I've I've heard I've heard hair being issued before. This was not the Texans. I heard this uh, from a scout from a different team, who's a friend of mine. And it was a coach that the scout was pushing a particular player, and he was going on, and the coach was like, "Yeah, yeah, I like well, I like player thing. Like, we draft him. We better cut his bleeping hair." Because he was one of those that had kind of the long, like, Trevor Lawrence-like yeah. locks. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, so I've heard hair be a, be a major <laughs> Like a, like major a damned factor. hippie. Yeah. We're not going to have
1: some damned hippie on this team. We're not going to okay. draft They're, that guy
0: that's got all those, like, ponytail stuff. No.
1: This so. is where, because for one, okay, The bad side of that is that, like, some, then you you could go really down a dark road, too, where, like, some guys are just going to have some kind of racist feeling against uh, dreadlocks or something. Right, right. But I would say I'm trying to think of the good NFL quarterbacks who, regardless of what their hairstyle is, didn't, like, keep a nice, clean do – Like, uh, either keep their hair clean, like a clean-cut haircut, or, like, whether if they got it styled or something. Like, I I can't think of guys that look sloppy – off the top of my head like I feel like that that might be a a pretty good indicator just like the way like with your quarterbacks in general you want a guy that looks pretty crisp and professional that tends to yeah you know portray leadership attributes and I feel like a haircut of any style or cultural background there's a certain standard that you hold it up how
0: do we feel about Fitzy's beard is he an outlier because of the beard
1: no he's a guy that never achieved quarterback greatness because of his beard that's a good point yeah if he opinion. had, like, a Dallas Keichel grooming style, then he might have actually been uh, an all-pro at some point. Yeah, he
0: never he never did do the grooming thing. He just yeah. let that thing run amok, which was kind of <laughs> awesome. And then you see
1: him in a huddle with the chin strap on, and you got all yeah.
0: the, the beard hairs coming out. I don't know that I could have respected him when he wanted to call an audible. i had have been like, eh, I don't know, man. I don't <laughs> know you went to Harvard and all, but yeah,
1: I don't know. It had a style to it, but it also had, like, a little bit of a Ted Kaczynski you style did. to it because he it, went to Harvard. <laughs> uh, Yeah, I don't know. You can. uh, You're either a poet or the Unabomber, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure which. He kind of played quarterback like he was both. Yeah, Yeah, no. He he kind of played
0: quarterback like he was both. (laughs) Like he was writing. He was a Unabomber poet as a
1: quarterback. Yeah, that's the way he played. Um, Okay, so of these guys, face and haircut, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, who's got the who's who wins that battle? Oh, I'm probably gonna say
0: Bryce because Bryce yeah. has got just a little bit of a little bit of facial hair, but it's commanded well. So yeah. I get I get a good vibe from from Bryce, and he was on commercials, so I give him that. Will Levis is pretty strong too. Uh, those I would probably go one two in that direction. I so here's one, and this is this kind of leads to, I don't know, maybe the thought you have of a quarterback in your head when you see a guy. Jake Hayner is a guy. When you put the helmet on him and you watch him play, he does some gunslinger things. And I mean, he's throwing off platform sidearm. Like I love the guy because I think this is kind of an off-the-radar guy. Six foot, two hundred. At the senior bowl, he did some. He did some really good things. I, I've loved him for about three years. But you see yeah. him at the podium, and he's a little bit, a little tiny bit balding, and it's kind of turned over to the side. And I'm like. Can that guy be my starting coach? it's kinda of like the Hunter Renfro thing. Like when you see yeah. Hunter Renfro, like you're you're going, This dude is gonna cook defensive backs on the daily? Like, no way. And then you <laughs> see him do it, and you're like
1: middle aged. Huh. Yeah.
0: You know, so I wonder how many how many teams kinda of fall into that stereotypical like, no way, man. That dude cannot walk in our locker room and be our stud quarterback. There's no way. He looks like he works at Ernst & Young.
1: No offense yeah, to Ernst Young. Yeah, yeah. I think that's where it almost um it, 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 the guy has to have some kind of swagger beyond that, like above and beyond just whatever it is that uh, it's. It, there's that study that shows that the quarterbacks with more symmetrical faces tend to tend to do better than quarterbacks with less symmetrical faces. However, you want to judge attractiveness or anything. Yeah, I, I, whatever yeah.
0: works for you. I mean, I I just wonder, you know, does that does that play a role? And then I I stood there and I listened to Jake Hayner for probably thirty, forty five seconds, and he was talking about different protections that they had put in that year because yeah. they had different linemen and it was a different coaching staff. And I was like, okay, that'll do. I mean, that'll do. I mean, in some sense, you kind of need to treat, especially quarterbacks, like that Netflix show, Love is Blind, uh-huh. and just and listen to them and fall in love with them, how they speak, how they talk, without even seeing them. Yeah. Without even seeing them.
1: Because well, you want to yeah. fall in
0: love with the, the true essence of that quarterback.
1: Well, like you like, think about like tech CEOs and how they look compared to back in the day when you know the average CEO was three inches taller than average and a good-looking guy yeah. and everything. Like, yes, people were judging it by largely superficial factors, and then somewhere along the way they started realizing, oh hey, let's just put the really smart people in, that, in those roles right. and see how it goes instead. Like, oh, okay. You mean just because he was captain of the lacrosse team, it doesn't mean he knows how to manage a hedge fund? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. was such a good lacrosse player. Yes. my God.
0: I mean, look at him. He's 6'4 and dashing. You used the word dashing <laughs> a couple days ago, and I was like, I'm going to use that. Dang it. Seth came up with that first. Dashing is such a great adjective.
1: You, you, brought up, uh, you brought this up during the break when we were talking about this. Face, face score underperformers, like guys who had good quarterback faces but didn't perform. You'd mentioned um, – I think you mentioned – oh, you mentioned Brock Osweiler. I've, Osweiler yeah. looks the part – like yes. you could see him in a movie – like a made-for-television movie, a play, movie playing the part of the quarterback.
0: Yes, and then he opens his mouth, and you're like, "Ah!" I've had
1: great success in this league <laughs> um, playing um, football.
0: Do we have every interception tells a story? So I'm so on a Brock note. So Brock went and did college football games this year. Yeah, and so um, there's a game he's calling, and the team is down eight, and Brock's talking about. The team, this offense needs to score quickly because they got to score and get an onside kick. And I'm like, what? They're down eight, bro. It's a touchdown <laughs> and a two. What are you like? What are you doing? And I guess the producer must have gotten his ear <laughs> and told him. And so the next time he talked, he was very adamant about scoring and getting the two. So yeah, we all forgot yeah. what he just said three seconds earlier. And I'm like, oh, oh my. Oh, that's stop. all right. But he that's had good. Right. He had good. I would imagine he had a good face grade.
1: I would yeah, imagine he, he did. did. Brady Quinn, Jimmy Garoppolo, yes, like, uh, various guys that maybe underperformed their their face grade. Um, who height, overperformed? Uh, who overperformed? I would say. Oh boy. Oh oh. Um. Ben Roethlisberger. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That's
0: a good one. Yeah, ben both Roethlisberger, of those are and Matt good.
1: Stafford look more like they would. They look like they would have been good in the seventies. <laughs> they don't look good like modern NFL quarterbacks. Like when guys are leaner, like they look like they'd be Ken Stabler good versus nowadays when guys are a little bit more put together, I guess.
0: I wonder what Gardner Minshew's face grade would have been. Because he's got that wispy mustache. You know, he's got Boy, kind of yeah. the long flowing locks.
1: That's a personal. See. There's another been. one where I think some scouts would think he's a damn hippie. Yeah. Where other scouts would say like, oh, you know what? No, this guy's got this guy's got character. This guy's got some uh, some some chutzpah to him.
0: Thirty-two NFL teams. Thirty-two NFL teams. How many of them do you think at some point somebody said we're not drafting that damn hippie? <laughs>
1: oh, at some point, like in the last yeah. forty or fifty years. No, oh, I'm, no I'm talking with Gardner Minshew. Like, <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. How many of
0: the 32 teams do you think someone in that draft room said, we're
1: not drafting
0: that damn hippie? I
1: would put it at 10. At
0: least four. I would put it at 10.
1: Oh, well, you know what? I was going to say this when we were talking about, you know, whether some coaches might not realize even, like, their bias when they're talking about dreadlocks or something. That was one thing that both Dom Capers and – And Tom Coughlin, especially, people would be surprised at how attuned they were to stuff like that. Yeah. You know, for back in the 90s, I can remember a couple instances. One was in the late 90s, the NFL one season banned do-rags. And I can't even remember what the purpose was. But I remember Coughlin being very, like, conscientious about, like, Going to talk to players on the team about this to get their input so we could talk to the league. Because, like, black players oh, yeah. are like, well, what the hell are you talking about? No Durex. Like, we gotta, like, you gotta, you gotta protect your hair and everything. Yeah. So, like, um, so Coughlin was like very, very much proactive and, like, the opposite of the guy that would think, you know, oh, like, nope, everybody's gotta have short hair. Yeah. Um, and then Dom Capers also, you know, these are guys that are successful and have worked with young black men for a long time. Right. And, uh, like, as opposed to people sometimes that work at league offices yeah. that uh, like that understand you know, that I, you got there's differences that you got to account for and that you can't just assume that things should be a certain way
0: I, that's a that's a great way of putting that that i i just i just wish dom would have taken some of that advice i guess with what his uh coif looks like at oh. this point
1: <laughs> I guess there was he. You know, Don was sensitive to the hair matters. So I guess. He, that, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um,
0: I, I don't know. I just. I'm, I'm different. And maybe it's because I have my hair. Yeah. I know there are a lot of people out there going. You know, they've been bald since you know age of 30, and they're like, "Well, you have your hair, John. You should be happy." I'm like, "But if it starts going that way, just like forget it, man. Just just let it go. Just whatever whatever it looks like is whatever it looks like. If it's white, it's white. If it's gray, it's gray. If it's black, it's black. Whatever. But just don't paint it."
1: height is a big topic at the top of the draft now Face is not as big height is a big topic obviously because of Bryce Young's height uh Kyler Murray the next shortest guy ever to get drafted in the first round uh, he's not excelling in Arizona but there's at least one teammate of his who thinks that it might be because he's short on maturity not short in stature we'll explain next
0: you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe